Welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is a show where we take a K-drama, we watch it two episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it. Yeah, this week we watched episodes seven and eight of Hospital Playlist. It is such a comfort watch. I don't know if that's, like, weird. Not at all. Such a dark show. Like, episode seven, that happy ending... It was everything I needed. I felt so validated, feeling like this is my comfort show. And then episode eight was like tears on tears on tears. And I felt like an idiot for calling this my comfort show. But also, (laughs) it was cathartic, crying that much. Oh my gosh, they are so good at setting up the cathartic cry. Because you think like you're going to be fine, and then you do the brave face for just a second. For just a split second, and then you just <laughs> sob. And that's really that brave face. Cause then you have that the the indulgent uh bravery, like sadness bravery, followed immediately by a catharsis cry. It's chef kiss. It is perfection. <laughs> I don't think that I can forgive them if they have any more dead babies yeah they have pushed that a little too far they've gone a little like i know that one of them is a pediatric doctor but also it's i think maybe taking it a little far to say but he's not the only one who has to go through infant death let's bring both jongwon and jinwon just have to deal with a lot of infant death and so you like no (laughs) you can't end episode six last week being like this baby's not gonna get the liver she needs like she's not gonna make it and have us all be pretty crushed and then start episode seven being like she's gonna make it guys they didn't even acknowledge that cliffhanger right because it it was almost like just a cliffhanger for a cliffhanger's sake at the end yeah. of episode six, and we didn't know that when we discussed episode six, so I think we can probably include that in our discussion about episode seven. How much that was just a non-thing, right? They just uh-huh. didn't even acknowledge that there was a moment of Jungwon being completely devastated over how he had just told these parents their daughter was going to make it, and then having to face the harsh reality and then there was no harsh reality to face that just didn't happen that that was nothing (laughs) he was like oh i like i know that it was probably a bigger deal to than they made it out to be and maybe this is one of those like pure fantasy parts of medical dramas but it seemed far too simple when Lee June explained that for a baby, when they have an adult liver donor, they would usually just cut the liver in half, and that would make it the right size for a baby. And they were like, for this one, we'll have to cut it in half again. I was like, wouldn't that be super simple? I'd, maybe, maybe it's not. Don't cut it in half at all. Just cut a quarter off of the liver if... out of the liver i obviously this is the first time we've done such a good job of skirting around talking about actual medicine up Uh to this point or critiquing anything 
medically that they have done. But yes, I do think, because as far as I'm aware, liver cells regrow. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're able to do partial liver transplants. Like you can donate half your liver to someone. Yeah, like the lady whose husband cheated, she said that he gave a piece of his liver. And I think that's more typical. Yeah, and, so, and yeah. Like, what was this? I don't know. Was anyone else disappointed at them being like, we usually can cut it in half, but this one's way too big. Did anyone else's brain then just keep cutting it, make it even smaller? And then he's like, but we can do this. We can make it even smaller. And you're like, yeah, you don't need to say it like it's a cool thing. Just keep making it smaller. I don't know. Make it happen, bud. Yeah, just just cut it. It'll be fine, I think. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But the way you're describing it, it sounds, it sounds like it'll be fine. super easy. Do you want me to do it? Because <laughs> Anjong Wan seemed crushed to find out that the liver was too big. But then Liag Jun came in and was like, actually, it's not really a problem. All livers are too big. <laughs> Is Liag Jun the only uh, real doctor here? And Jung Wan was like, I am learning so much right now. Tell me everything about how, about how livers work. It's like, that cannot, that cannot be, be true. true. But I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I We've skipped a lot of the medical stuff in this drama, both because we're out of our depth, but also I think in this show, they do a really beautiful job with it, but a lot of it kind of serves as fodder for the progression the emotional journey that all of our characters are on all of our doctors and nurses so i think it's not super important that we talk about a lot of it like every baby that dies seems to just push on jungwon closer to the clergy and being like i can't (laughs) do this anymore even if it's for the sake of being around my mom that's great i can't watch another baby die and like I'm on that boat too, my man. I'm also headed toward the clergy to avoid the baby. I'm ready for a season two of Hospital Playlist. Hospital Playlist 2 colon Hot Priest Academy, where it's just <laughs> Anjong Wan going to priest school. Being a priest. Like, that's going to be a good time. Ready for it. I am. Um, I actually find his decision to move toward the clergy to be... And this is such a personal thing. This is not, like, anything against, um, you know, like, the clergy or any particular religion. I obviously know there's so much nuance I will never understand as a non-religious person. It is so personally unrelatable for me that his decision would be... His two decisions have been between being a doctor or being in the clergy. I guess I just don't get it. I mean, I'm sure it would be very difficult to find a um, a job after you devoted all of your education into being a doctor. But that said, if you need to get away from like the child death, just go practice family medicine or something. Move up in the chain. Like, I feel like that was a big thing in these episodes was the director being like, I want... I want some more people to become chiefs and to move up that hierarchy and do less doctoring and more supervising. Freaking Anjong Wan, get on that. 
Yeah, sounds like it. He declined the, I guess, higher up role that he was apparently going to <laughs> inherit by birthright in the first episode. Um, but honestly, it's sounding like that's a really great gig for you or something, right? To get you. Why is it all. I, and I guess maybe it's just that we see, we hear him talk about how he loves God and believes in God and wants to be in the clergy, but I guess. As far as character um, rollout goes, how they've introduced his relationship with God, it honestly feels like more of an escape. It would be different, right? If if he was like, I genuinely have always wanted to be in the clergy. Um, That's fair, though. But it just kind of feels like something that he wants to use as a way to get away from a profession he feels a little bit trapped oh. in. That's a good point. I didn't really think of it that way. That's kind of a... I even thought of it as almost him just wanting to maybe be like his brother. And sort of that... uh, Just wanting to be what your siblings are. Like being proud of them and a little bit jealous of them. And being like, well, they're all in the clergy. And they seem to be having a good time that like both a little bit the grass is greener effect but also just like wanting to be like your siblings but yeah what you said is also a good point and i think where we're both coming from is maybe this dude's not going into things on a purely religious basis right which i do want to point out because i think i kind of implied i don't think that he loves god i think he does yeah like i think he's a religious person but there's definitely a difference between being a religious person and being a religious person who wants to be part of the clergy in their yeah and like you said and being a religious person who's like willing to devote everything to the clergy and a religious person who just is tired of what they have and is like the clergy seems like a good way to kind of escape this. That's not yeah. what it's supposed to be. I guess it's what it can not be. At all. This seems like a fine option for someone, but also it's not really what it's supposed to be about. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you feel called by God or do you feel called by your coworkers too often <laughs> and you need? <laughs> Let's think about that, huh? Uh, just freaking date homegirl and start to get more of a balance in your work life. Because I think they've really drilled home the point that he works a lot and he loves his patients and cares a lot about his job. But it's really, really hard to watch him just burn out like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's super tough. And yeah, I think that things got a lot less bleak when he started spending more time with his friends and stuff. And I'm wondering if that's maybe the direction they'll take that storyline of right now, he thinks he's made up his mind. Mm -hmm. And so he's not thinking about how much better his life got when he made all of these changes after he had made the decision to move toward the clergy or whatever. Yeah. And maybe somewhere along the lines, he'll realize that he 
wants to stay in this hospital where he gets to work with his friends and maybe he does want to actually try his hand at love and he's been i don't know i don't want to get into the and he's been hiding behind his religion and because that isn't necessarily yeah. true i don't think he i think he's been hiding have... behind his career if anything yeah 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 um and yeah, so he hasn't dated, and that's been a part of his character. Like, jokes people make is he doesn't date. And I don't know. I, that said, I do ship him and Guel. Mm -hmm. um, so much. Quite a bit. They have done something I am such a sucker for, which is a rejection and fine, I've moved on and wait, no, I actually might. It is so toxic. I know, I know that it's so toxic to be a sucker for that. But I do, I like those when they're well done. Like when the person is legitimately attempting to to move on. Yeah. I am not here for a fabricated, make them jealous storyline. No, 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 no. But I am so here for a, you know what? I deserve better. I'm going to try to do better for myself. I'm going to try and make the steps toward moving on even though i'm still hurt and then the other person is like oh shit i've made a huge mistake i love it i'm so here for and it and i love it i feel like when it's fabricated moving on it gets really extra like mm -hmm. it gets very convoluted very quickly and i love that that scene where jungyul is waiting outside for her uh, her blind date the way that she looks is the way that she always looks. She's not like all dolled up and he's not like, oh, I should have went after her because she's so beautiful now. Like, no, it is your same girl doing her same thing in her fall shirt like that we love to see. <laughs> and she's not yes. talking to him like she's trying to make him jealous. She's pretty like deadpan and curt and like her the her typical way of speaking to people. Like, I love that it was pure Jung yo -ul, that he was like, ah, maybe I missed a, maybe I messed up by rejecting her. Cause I think, like I said, that, that kind of trope that we see where it's like, ah, then I'm going to try and make him jealous always goes like way too far of like changing yourself to be what you yes. think that person wanted. And then if they're interested, it's just sad. Yeah, they're not interested in you at that point. So I love that it was a very genuine moment between the two of them where he, maybe I'm just reading too deep into one look that he had on his face, but seemed to be rethinking his no dating policy. Yes, or at the very least, regretting it. Um, even if he wasn't like, oh, I should have, could have, would have, but more of a, I, I was hasty, I guess, uh -huh. or I hurt this person and that I now have to sit with that uncomfortable feeling and analyze what that means. That's fair. It could have just been a look of like, ah, made things awkward with a coworker, but <laughs> hopefully it but wasn't. I yeah, this show's just so very good at doing extremely realistic interactions where there's no drama monologuing of I and in that moment I realized I loved her the whole I time. Know. We need a scrubs voiceover at the very end of every episode. <laughs> Tell 
tell us what you're feeling. Leak June <laughs> saying being a doctor, being the only doctor. <laughs> He's the doctor in all of their heads that gives him the ability to be a doctor. <laughs> he knows about how livers work. <laughs> <laughs> what is this voiceover even about? Why is Leak June explaining <laughs> some medical thing? I don't like this. Oh. Um, also, Leek Jun and Sung Hwa, right? Are we, are we, because his actress girlfriend was not Oh here, yeah, right? I forgot about her. <laughs> oh no, she's already gone. She's just gone. I don't know, I, I'm still not on board that ship though. I'm sorry, I know you're there. I think I am, yeah. I, which is... I can't tell if it's unusual or just so on par for me just deciding to be ready for a problematic main character. <laughs> I usually I usually am not into a problematic main character romance that causes more trouble than I think it's worth. So I think this is out of character. We'll go with out of character for me. <laughs> I think it could work. And I think they would do a good job with it. I trust this show far too much. They've done they've done me so well at this point that I trust them with anything. So if they get together, I'm sure I will be 100% on board. So excited. That'll be very, very cute. But as it stands right now, I think there's just so many moms trying to get uh, Songhua into a relationship then I'm like, this girl needs to be single forever. For as long as the show runs, I want her to be single. Just because all the moms are like, you've got so many guy friends, you need to pick my boy, and he can be your boyfriend. I'm like, I love these moms, and they need to stop. No, no more of this. Let her be a person without your son trying to ruin her life. <laughs> They'd be great together. She'd be great with any of them. But they've been friends for so many years that if it was going to happen by now, it would have happened. Mom, thank you. Goodbye. No more <laughs> shipping Chae Song Hwa. She's single. That's it. So it's really hard for me to get on board her ship with Leek June. So are you still on board, half on board, one foot on board? Um... With her and her resident, whose name I have forgotten. I think it's Chi Hong. Yes. On Chi Hong. I've stepped off the boat. Okay. I'm not against getting back on the boat. I'm just, like I said, I think I really joined Team Single. Like, yeah, just fully. Like, we don't ship her. She's a strong, independent woman who don't need no ship. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked I like that. An Hung's journey in these episodes mm. and that we got to see a lot more from him and that their relationship changed a little bit. But I just don't need them to be together. And that's cool. Surprised myself there, I think. Also <laughs> uncharacteristic that I'm off the ships. This show has changed us both. <laughs> We're different people. In completely opposite ways. I like this for us. Yeah. It's about time we switch it up. <laughs> It'll keep it fresh if I all of a sudden am ready for everyone to be in a relationship and creating romances that don't exist. That's something I feel like I've done 
pretty consistently, but maybe not been so fully here for them. And I'm always on board a ship. I guess I'm on board yeah. on Jungwon and Jungkook's ship. And I a little bit. There was a scene there at the end of episode seven within the like final montage, the song montage, where Mina, uh, I think Chu is her last name, Chu Mina. She's texting, uh, or she's about to text, Young Suk Hyung. Yes. I think yep. that's his name. Oh, I'm trying mm-hmm. really hard on these names, guys. So sorry that I'm butchering all of them, but I think I'm getting the letters right. Yeah, you're getting the letters right. I never get the pronunciations right, so... We're here, we're trying. I'm super unproud of it, too. Like, the opposite of what... There's a word for that. It's called shame. I am ashamed. (laughs) Just how I... My mouth doesn't work very well. It's not good with the making the words come out. (laughs) So, you know. So sorry. We're trying. Dr. Chu (laughs) is almost going to text Dr. Yang, and I shipped it very hard in that moment, in that one moment where I looked at the screen and I was like, whose name is, oh my God, it's Dr. Yang. She's, why is she texting him? And she's like kind of freaking out about it. And then the whole next episode is about how much she hates him. And she's like, this freaking idiot, I was about to tell him that I was going to quit. I was about to text him that I hated his guts, and I've never thought anyone was dumber or weaker. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I read the room a little bit off. I think maybe that's on me. Vibe check, completely wrong. I think it has heavily hinted that she actually does have feelings for him, though. I think it was just that... Yes, I think this episode was just an interesting, they showed an interesting dynamic where he is very concerned about how to deal with other people, including being the boss of residents, like, that's difficult for him to manage their conflicts, um, which I totally get. I have negative five desire to ever become someone's manager or be in a leadership position where I have to call shots because it is just not an interest of mine. I won't even say it's not a strength because I think there are, you know, like, though there is something to that, like, it may be, like, even a weakness. It's just I'm also, like, I don't want it. (laughs) I am very uh, non-confrontational, and I just think that that invites conflict and confrontation. Mm to be in charge of others. That's fair. And so he was trying to make people in charge of themselves. And so I kind of like that, but also it super backfired because in a way, like she couldn't be in charge of the coworker that um, was dropping the ball big time. And it was having a massive effect on her ability to do her job at all because she was completely burnt out. And that was like a really... That was an interesting storyline. Yeah, it was so interesting. It made me really want to be in a manager position. Like I went the opposite direction where I was like, (laughs) give me Young's job right now. Like obviously real life managers, so much harder to get a gauge on all of the stuff that's going on. I think that's the hard part. But especially the moment he walked into the OR 
And I think her name's Dr. Bay. I can't remember her first names. Sorry. But Dr. Bay is in there and she's like, I'm just scrubbing up early. And like her patient is about to be checked in that really difficult quote unquote patient that was supposed to be her patient. And she seemed to just like avoid. She was like, what if I just go find something else to do way too early instead of checking in my patient? Like freaking, I thought Dr. Young would be aware of that situation and be like, why are you in here instead of checking in the patient that we've been talking about all day? I thought that was your patient. Like, I thought that was the moment that he's finally going to say something and be like, why is there only one doctor working here? There are two of you. You need to split the responsibilities. What are you doing? Why are you just hiding in here? Excuse me. Leave. Oh, I was so ready. Put me in, Dr. Yang. Put me in. (laughs) I'm ready to yell at people. I'm ready to manage. Give me your shoes. I will fill them. And he was like, no, I'll wait, I'll wait until both of you crack, and then we'll have a talk. <laughs> Everyone needs to be broken before I will step in. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I, it all's well that ends well, I guess. I really, really liked the interaction between him and Dr. Chu in his office, where she's like, I hated your guts, and I said so many things that were mean about you. And he's like, that's fine, really. You don't have to tell me all of them, but, like, I understand. Okay, you're going to tell me? Okay. No, it's (laughs) funny. It's fine. (laughs) This is really sweet. I love it. Yeah, I like that. um, See, because that's what's realistic to me, right, is that when people are up front and just kind of tell the truth to each other, they can do it in almost a comical way. And the other person's like, maybe not comfortable, but I can totally be normal about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's so, it's such a strength of this show. Yeah. I love it. There is so much good realistic nuance and it is still a K-drama. I will not say, oh, this show is real life. We had a doctor explaining how livers work to other doctors. So. Oh, my God. Everything. Like, I get that those two, the twins are kind of just here for us. They are supposed to be representative of the audience so that (laughs) they can explain stuff to each other and doctors can explain stuff to them. And it can all seem. But, like, every time something is explained to them, I'm like, do the do you guys not know this? Aren't you, like, in the hospital because you've done medical school already? Yeah, like, you're here because you um, learned this, and you're now ready to start... Seeing um, it. Yeah. But, like, especially the... I'm sorry, I didn't learn their names. The Mm -hmm. freaking boy twin was barely in these episodes, but in the first few episodes, the girl twin would always explain stuff to the boy twin, and he would be like... What? I've never yeah. heard of such a thing. I was like, you should have. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with you being here if you have never heard of any of this. This is crazy. Um, yeah, but on the bright side, at least, they didn't make the girl doctor the one who needed everything mansplained to her. So We've I will give them that. They actually, pretty much across the board, all of the female doctors are incredibly 
proficient, talented, capable human beings. And I'm not saying I I'm I am saying I could name a K drama that um specifically just nerfed a girl doc a, a female doctor's uh <laughs> excuse me. Uh a doctor who is a female person. Um just nerfed her skills completely. Mm. Uh, I will not name that K-drama. But... Oh, I thought you already did in the first episode. Oh, for sure I did. So go back to episode one <laughs> to remember which K-drama that was. Um, anyway, that's all to say I'm just very excited by the fact that like every single female doctor here fucking knows what she is doing what she is about who she is Uh even the ones who are distracted by their own romance storylines are still very much um present and capable in their jobs and that just makes me so happy yeah they even set up a storyline where one of the male doctors is pretty thrown off by his personal life Yes. I get, like, I wouldn't have thought of it until you said it, but that would probably usually go to a female to be like, they're really emotional, so obviously they would be heavily affected and let their personal life seep into their work. Look at these guys. Hospital Playlist is like, no, feelings are for everybody, okay? We all have feelings. And uh, if you get scammed out of $20,000... I think it was closer to like $100,000. He got scammed out of a lot of money. And that's going to pretty negatively affect your life and your mental well-being. Yeah, he is currently in a dark place and he's having a very hard time um, dealing with any of it. I really... uh, The more we get into this show, the more I love um, Kim Kim Joon-won. Uh, yes. Kim Jin-won, and especially his relationship with that doctor, because I'm glad they're not making them friends. Even though, like, every time they talk, I want them to be friends. I want him to be (laughs) nice to that man, because that poor man is on the verge of breaking, and they keep getting closer and closer to a real friendship, and then they're like, no. It's a boss and his resident, like, that's it. And, like, I get that, and that's fine. But I'm glad that, like, that resident has his resident friends. He's got, like, Anshi Hong and the other guy who, I swear to God, they're the same person. They look so similar. They do. I don't know that man's (laughs) name. I know who you're talking about, though. He's the one that um, was trying to convince Anshi Hong to go get drinks, right? Mm -hmm. The night that... Okay, yes. I know exactly who you're... I can make the connection. I don't know that man's name. Right? He's got curly hair, I think. I would guess he has a perm. Like, fluffy-ish hair? Yeah, it's a beautifully done perm. Like, he's got great hair, but it is the only thing that distinguishes him from the doctor who works for Kim Joon-won. They are so similar looking. (laughs) Oh, and, and the way the they difference. speak. Is, yeah. Yeah. But it's cute. And I I don't know whose resident that man is. Do you? No. I thought he was Chae Song Won's? Chae? 
Nope, I messed up her name. What's her name? Che Sung Hua. Che yes. Sung Hua. I'm going to guess he's her resident. Okay, because she has two residents, right? Because Chi Hong is one of her residents. You know the female doctor who has the short bob haircut with the bangs? Yes, the one who was talking about going to dinner. Or no, well, she was talking about how Jung Wan never goes to dinner, right? Or was she a nurse? Shit, we are, there's so many characters in this show. There's so many characters. I think Song Hwa has three residents, and I think one is An Chi Hong, one's the guy with the perm, and one's a girl, a lady with a bob and bangs. Okay. I trust you. I mean, I have no idea. They just sat all at a table together once, and so... I guess I don't know why I'm assigning residents so much, other than, like, they all have different specialties, right? Yeah. Disciplines? What do they call it when a doctor has a specialty? Is it a discipline? Is it a focus? There's a word for it. I think discipline is right. And then, like, someone's discipline can be neurosurgery. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of crossover between the disciplines. Like, obviously... Freaking Dr. Jung Gyo-ul is all over this hospital because she's a generalist. Yes. But then we also get Jun Wan, who's cardiothoracic, let's say. Thoracic. Yeah, I think it's cardiothoracic. I think that's an S sound. Oh. On that C. Man. But it, you might be right. Do I hate English? Okay. <laughs> So it's one of those things. We both are familiar with the spelling. I think everybody's familiar <laughs> with the spelling. But uh, he's a heart man, if you will. And he seems to have a lot things. of crossover with An Jong-wan, the freaking baby doctor. Apparently babies in their hearts are just all over this place. <laughs> and so's my heart. <sighs> Shattered it all over that place with all the baby Baby stuff. drama. I loved that moment that Kim Junwan went to the funeral. Like that was obviously beautiful and amazing. So sad, and I could not stop thinking about that stupid wedding. I will never let it go for this whole K drama. Tell me what <laughs> happened at the wedding. Yeah, they gave us at least a bit of context for what happened when he goes to the funeral. But I, I'm trying to think, is he the only one? He's the doctor that shows up to his patients' events. And I'm trying to think if anyone, A, if anyone else has done that. And B, I'm trying to think if there's, I, I'm trying to think if there's any problem. I mean, I don't think so, right? If if this person is no longer your patient, for whatever reason, you can attend events that they are present at. And probably you can even attend events that this person is present at. Um, even if they are your patient, I think it's more dependent on, like, is this your son? Because you can't be their doctor. That's problematic, right? Yeah, I think it would also be, like, if he were accused of getting gifts, if they were like, you went to that yes. girl's wedding to get free food. A dinner, yeah. To like do the surgery for her dad. Like, 
that would be a bad thing. But it seems like he's pretty on top of not getting bribes. Yeah. In fact, he's the one that went ahead and paid for his own golf session at the expensive golf course when he detected his not-above-board senses started tingling, and he decided to go back in and make the payment himself. I love that. I, like, I don't want to judge people by their faces. I think K-dramas lean into that a lot. Yes. (laughs) So they're like, we're gonna get this actor who's objectively attractive, but, like, we'll get him from angles that make him look like the skeeziest man you've ever seen. And he'll just be working in the background so you can never trust him. It's like, <laughs> I don't love that I know what's going on, but, like, well done, I suppose, by casting this dude who I have no trust for at all. Because now I'm like, let's get him fired. Let's do it. I'm all on board this drama train. <laughs> Fire him now. He clearly doesn't have ethics. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, I love that. Obviously, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of dramatics in this show. We've already got the liver that we're cutting into fourths. But, like, some (laughs) aspects of some of the more, like, K-drama, almost, like, silly aspects of drama that, like, I'm a sucker for... They've kept pretty well outside of our main characters and their scope of existence. So like that guy in his stupid golf course where I'm like, yeah, give me that drama. Let's get this dude (laughs) fired. But like slowly over the course of a year, like I'm all on board with that storyline. Keep that going. I know that Jason told you there was a part that I was watching the show and that I (laughs) gasped and went, oh my God. When I was watching the it. Drama. The drama. Can you guess what that part was? Um, was it... Sorry, give me just a moment. Was it when he was discussing how the director was making him seem so petty and... No. Um, I'll give you a hint. It is not any of our main characters. But it's not that guy either. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, was it when the mom, when uh, when Sia Kyung's mom burst into a hospital room her husband was hanging out in with his mistress and dumped water it on her head? Was. Oh my god, I knew you wouldn't let me down. <laughs> I knew you'd get it. That was a good game. That was so good. It's everything I live for. That was drama. Oh my gosh. His mom never disappoints. She is top petty master, queen of petty, will go down with this ship. Um, I love it. I'm here for it. Not only will she go down with this ship, she will dump a bucket of water on a uh, pregnant woman's head. <laughs> I'm not here for that, but I am when you do it. Oh, I don't know. Like, because she had her reasons, right? I think mm-hmm. it was really hard to get on board with her just being like, 
no, it's my marriage and I want to keep it. Like, I don't know. You're like, you're only hurting yourself at that point. Just divorce the man. He's kind of a scumbag. And then you see the, the mistress complaining about being a mistress and she's like, nobody respects me. And I'm kind of like, I don't really respect you either, but <laughs> I almost feel for you. I don't know. You've got your own relationship. But then the mom comes in and is like, no, now you're embarrassing our only son. You are embarrassing my child. Okay, I'm back on board. I'm full team. <laughs> mom never divorced this man. Yep. Do you, go. girl. Do you, girl. <laughs> Protect your son. Because he is the best boy. He deserves all the good things. And if you need to dump a bucket of dirty mop water on this lady's head to get your point across... I guess I'd rather you dump it on the chairman's head, but, like, do you? I love it. Amazing. Iconic. The drama. The drama. I live for it. <laughs> oh. Um, one thing, maybe this is the last thing I want to talk about, um, specifically, on my end, and I don't know how long I want to talk about it for, but I think it's worth acknowledging um, how just freaking in the relationship Jun Wong is with um, Ixun? I think her name's Ixun. I could be wrong, but if we both think it, then it's probably right. <laughs> I love that, and I feel like it's very unexpected. Yes, I think that it's one of those things that they've kind of built up for him to be a little bit more aloof. Like, it showed the first couple episodes of him with another woman uh, that he eventually broke up with, if we can all recall back a few episodes <laughs> together. But he was clearly interested in her, but had no qualms with breaking it off when it wasn't a good fit. Mm -hmm. But we never really got to see him in something that was, for at least him, a good fit. And seeing him in it, it, it is really nice. I like how devoted he is. Their scenes are really sweet. I am so suspicious of the direct relationship drama that is going to happen of, like, I guess I just don't know. Um, I feel like there's going to be hang-ups that will need to be explored mm. because I think I mentioned it last time, but a couple episodes ago, Chi Hong mentioned that she had an ex-boyfriend that she was hung up on and they still haven't explored that. So I suspect it is coming. I yeah. suspect the trust issues will begin to cause problems i i'm not sure how and that's like not even getting into junwon finally telling leek june that he's dating his sister like yes i hope that's Which, not as dramatic as it could be yeah i want that to be normal ideally i want it to be like i'm mad that you didn't tell me for like months but like, I'm happy for you two being together. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, like, I just want both of you to be happy. Yeah. But they're, like, dragging it out so much that it feels like it's just going to be more and more painful. And at the same time, I think it's totally valid to be like, 
I wanted to date your sister, but I wanted to see if it could work. I didn't want to go on two dates with your sister and be like, yeah, we're we're not good together. That would just and be so much problems. weirder. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't tell you until I was pretty sure we were going to be a little bit more serious. And now we are. And is that cool? How, how are you feeling? Just read the room. Should we go to sing karaoke and get over it? Okay. Is that okay. cool? Maybe the <laughs> three of us can hang out since we're all kind of cool with each other. She makes me eat spicy food. Do you want to go get some spicy food? You like spicy food, buddy? <laughs> you bet he does. Luke Jin likes everything. Yeah, he's good at everything. He likes everything. He is a man of unlimited talents. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> so, yeah. I really, really like how sweet it is. I like that most of their scenes are kind of like silent and in the background. They're not giving us too much, like, just two people being lovey-dovey and dating and being cute. They're like, we'll play it in the montage scenes. So you know it's happening, but you don't have to, like, sit through it. I like that. That's a yeah. neat approach. They're doing they're doing a good job. And they're both cuties, so bonus. Bonus. But yeah, I'm not ready <laughs> for the drama. I don't need... Her to be like, my ex is back in town. What do I do with all these feelings? Like, I'm not ready for it. Nothing. Don't do a darn thing. Do a darn thing. Forget about that that person. (laughs) Don't have feelings, in fact. Erase feelings. The only reason I will get interested in the drama of her trying to get over her ex would be if that ex was a female. And everybody oh was like, Oh my god. Whoa. Okay, that's why she didn't tell anybody. I... God, I love you. You know how to make this a better show, and it's such a good show, I didn't know it was possible. Because that would be interesting. Nobody cares about an ex-boyfriend. Everybody's got ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Unfortunately. (laughs) Who cares? You didn't tell your brother, whatever. Nobody cares. But if you didn't tell your brother (laughs) that you were dating a woman and she's back in town, spice it up. Give me that drama. I'm ready. And also, like, I might ship it if that's... That's all I'm saying. Sorry, Junalong. That's, uh... (laughs) I don't know. I've already written it. I'm picturing, you know, like, Four different actresses that we could cast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's where the drama comes from, is all of the fans being on board with the (laughs) ex-girlfriend. I'm ready. Maybe maybe it'll happen. I feel like Twitter would have been a lot more shaken than I've ever seen it, so I don't think that's part of the show, but you know, we can keep our hopes up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, that's all I have. Do you have yeah. anything else? I think that's a good place to end. I like that. <laughs> a good place to wrap it up. If you all have thoughts on who to cast as the ex-girlfriend, you can email us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. 
Or you can leave a comment on our website, that's playonk.com, where you can find all of our past episodes. You can sign up for our newsletter, and you can also support us by clicking on our affiliate links and, you know, participating in those programs. If you need a VPN, we've got NordVPN. If you want to build some skills, we've got Skillshare. And if you want to start your own podcast, we've got Blueberry Podcast Hosting. So check those out. Yeah, and then we can be found on multiple different streaming platforms. In fact, you are probably listening to us on one right now. If you rate, review, and subscribe and give us some good, good five stars, it really helps us out. It helps other podcast, K-Drama podcast listeners find us. Yeah. We've got Instagram, we're at PlayOnKPodcast, and we are on Twitter, at PlayOnK, if you want to stop by and say hi, and keep updated on whatever we're doing lately. Which, I mean, we don't update it, but it, we also don't do things, so... So, you're welcome. I mean, <laughs> hopefully these will come out around the new year, and maybe by then we'll be a little bit reorganized, be back mm-hmm. on top of our social media presence that's the hope that's the christmas wish that's the christmas wish is for us to get our mental health back (laughs) come on santa please um yeah and in the meantime thank you so much for listening to us and listening and watching with us and all the things and we will see you next week for another two episodes of hospital playlist okay bye okay bye